0: Okay, here we are, Chapter 2, Episode 2, Sonder Stories. Welcome back. Welcome everyone that uh, listened to the first one and was intrigued enough to listen to Chapter 2. We shared last week our story, the story of the founders of Sonder, how we all came together, what brought us together, what what keeps us together, and, and kind of what got us motivated for what we are today. And today I'm really excited. I'm sitting with Chase Legler and his wife, Haley Shutter. Um, And we're going to share the story behind a beer that I personally think is probably the most uniquely crafted beer we have on tap. It's uh, something that you don't see a lot of. It's got incredible depth and complexity and a crazy story. Uh, we're talking about the Midwesterner, which, uh, for those of you that that haven't had, is our dry hopped hazy Kolsch. and um, the story behind it is pretty incredible. It's immaculate, um, in fact, and um, I don't I don't want to steal too much of y'all's thunder, so I'll let you guys kind of dive into this. Haley, why don't you start um, and just tell us a little bit about the hops that are used and uh, how it how it ties into your background.
1: Okay, yeah. um, The hops are grown in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, by my dad and my step-uncle Paul. Um, My step-grandpa, Elton Stang, was a horticulture professor at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and he discovered a wild hop strand in his land. Cultivated it, propped it up, got it patented, and created Northern Discovery Hops. And my family, on my dad's side and my stepmom's side, have started a little hop farm based on that. And we are now the only brewery in Ohio that has brewed with that hops.
0: So is Sonder the only brewery that uses the Northern Discovery Hop, or just the only one in Ohio?
1: just the only one in Ohio there are a few in Wisconsin and elsewhere that have this hop
0: but but still the only the only brewery in Ohio which is is incredibly cool and I I think I love the background there I love the idea that that not only is there exclusive, exclusivity in the fact that that we have the only beer in Ohio with this hop but just just the whole background behind the story and for those of you that were in the tap room in December you saw ornaments for sale in our tap room that also had those hops inside the ornament and um, I just I just love that 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 whole 360 that these hops uh, came from your family and that that they are incredibly unique chase why don't you explain a little bit behind the beer side of it and what makes this beer so special
2: so I believe we're the uh, the first brewery to kind of take this approach on on the hops themselves Um, so it's called midwesterner so we used all uh raw malt out of chakopee minnesota and we did kind of a a very clean background of, of malt basically it was uh kind of like a a light kolsch background to it i just had this vision of it being just completely completely letting the hops speak out so i mean all you're getting from this beer is, is the hops themselves which to me they're they're very unique um, they're very high in linalool so as as this beer ages it should actually take on kind of more of a unique um, more stone fruit type character but for me like the the hops are pretty pronounced with uh, tangerine um, a touch of strawberry um, and they're just they're actually really unique we actually had um, a hopsteiner uh, rep in here last week and tasted it and he was asking me if we could maybe try to contact uh, Haley's step uncle to uh, send them a sample and they would run tests on it they really thought it was a, a unique hop as well um, so for me when I when I smell it, it it's kind of bittersweet or it reminds me of harvesting it which um, if you ever work with a feral hop like this a wild hop they're a lot gnarlier and, uh, uh, basically more aggressive on your skin.
0: So, so explain a little bit more about what makes this a wild hop versus, versus what others might be used to.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, with Haley's, uh, uh, step, um, grandfather, um, he understood all that it took for this, for this plant, uh, to grow, you know, basically over a foot in one day. And he was always just always amazed by it and his son paul um because in the military he's retired now was has been a home brewer for i think like 20 years so after his father figured out that there were hops and researched them he basically asked paul i was like hey if i start messing around with this house would you want to use them for brewing and he was like yeah of course sure and paul's first first go at it he just was like wow these are actually really unique, and I just, I've never, I've, I mean, I've made many, many brews with dry hopping and everything. I never had this flavor, um, and I and i completely agree. Uh, you know, when when Luke first tried this beer with the hops in it, he he was like, we need to get these hops, like, for a year round, and um, I know the guys at Listerman's uh, really liked it a lot as well. Um, so it's just, it's just a, a very unique hop for us to use, and there's also the, the side of our family and you know, a memory.
0: Yeah. I, I, um, everybody that, that tries this beer and we tell the story about how you guys used to pick the hops, you, you harvested them and, and that, you know, it's unsure of kind of what this looks like for the future and for, um, us using it and how much yield there is and all of that stuff. I I always love every single time, Haley and Chase look at each other like we're crazy and they're all like that's fine you go harvest them you try, you try it So um, it's something I've certainly never, never experienced or witnessed but uh, I love the story when you talk about um, how you walk out of there and it looks like you were basically attacked by a wolf yeah.
2: <laughs> no pun intended either because we did use a wolf hot picker
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would not have known that um, yet yeah, for, for the beer side to me in this beer I get a ton of cantaloupe almost uh, a melon character, that it, when when, when we first tapped this beer and you and I were trying it out of the tank, uh, to me I got more earthy characters than I do today. I think as it's evolved, it's turned into, uh, I, I would say, even a more refreshing beer, uh, which I quite like as the weather warms up here. It's something that we're not sure what the availability of this will be, but this was really important for me to get the podcast out on this one first and tell the story behind it, because as it goes, we might it's fair to say we might not have it available again, and um, not only is the story behind it incredibly cool with with y'all 's family, but I think the beer is really, really good um, and and it's just something that I thought was important to share with anyone. Um, is there any other part of the story or anything else that you guys would like people to know? Maybe about this beer, or about your family, or, or anything of that nature.
1: I guess I would just say, if the beer does well, um, we'll send other people besides Chase and I down to harvest it. Because <laughs> we joke that we moved away to get out of harvest days for this.
0: <laughs> when was the last time that you guys did harvest this hop? It's
1: been two oh, years. Now. Always September, so probably September two thousand seventeen.
0: It seems like a good project for Luke. Maybe I mean, He's oh, yeah. really passionate about getting exclusive rights to this hop, and, and uh, I think we should just send him and have him do it. Would he know how to use a wolf picker, Chase?
2: <laughs> I mean, they're pretty. In one side, out the other. <laughs> but with how gnarly these hops get um, um, on the top, they just kind of form these big mangled ball of hops that somebody has to basically sit there the whole time that we're feeding the machine to... To go through these gnarly bundles of, of, of good cones to collect.
1: Yeah. While continually getting cut up and stung by hop oils. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, um, cheers, guys. Cheers to your story, to the Midwesterner, to um, this beer selling well, and to being able to share it with uh, our consumers and the rest of Cincinnati. Uh, for those of you that haven't tried the Midwesterner, Come into the tap room, give it a shot. It is not available in package. Uh, we have a few kegs of it left in the tap room. I would say it's around for maybe another month or so, give or take a little bit. Um, come in, try it. If you love it, let us know. Let let the staff know. Let bartenders, if you see one of us running around, let us know. Um, because again, this is one of those beers that we're just not really sure what the future holds uh, primarily because it's such a hard beer to get the ingredients for. So, uh, as, as the future comes to, uh, more visibility, maybe, maybe that's something that that we can push a little harder for, but, um, thanks to Chase and Haley and, um, cheers.